I no, I, I read that review in the Times that like was a love letter about you in that play where you're the Russian woman. All right, how great you were. That was a really you. good review, I think. Spasiba. Yeah, well, I <laughs> wish I had seen. Guys, our guest today is Janine Garofalo. Yay! Um, Yay! <laughs> who's uh, right. absolutely hilarious. You've known her from uh, a bunch of stuff because she's famous. But also like in the 90s. The in Central, the 90s. The, the 90s were good. 90s were good. <laughs> the Comedy Central web series Insecurity, which was canceled right, exactly. six episodes. But really, that's the thing that really broke her. Yeah. Um, right. I thought that was going to be the next, you know, that was going to get Betty Whited back in the, the next, show business. The next Sopranos. Because um. <laughs> I got... I got uh, Sort of removed from show business around 2000. So it's I been. I just saw you in Broad City. About, you were hilarious in that. Oh, yeah. You're being far too. I, no, I love. Hurry up! I love that show. And <laughs> I, I thought love you were that great show in too. It. I thought that was great. Um, the last time I saw you, I had to apologize. I think I was like, I was like wasted. It was our walk to the green. That one gig. Right. Well, it was a long walk, but <laughs> and uh, and you, <laughs> you actually know, were I was, fine. I was fine. You should yeah. just run out of breath. I, you know, I, I've had uh, <laughs> was out of shape. Right, well, that was it too. Well, I'm a fast walk. walker too. I'm I, I you know, am a she's, fast she's, walker. She, yeah, yeah, she but what, did you ever find? We walked like a mile, he, two he, miles. Was he yeah. walking all weird? And then he tons of stuff was falling out of his pockets. No, what do you think? I, do you think? No, it was not a shambolic walk. It was not. It was not a comedy. Do you think I'm like Jerry Lewis and the Nutty Professor? Like I feel like like oh no, my boner. Constantly something's going on. Constantly something. I don't know where if he just fumbles with everything. You fumble with a lot of stuff. with anything. And you all the time. Right. You'll show up and you'll have something. Your bag will I mean, be open. Fine, Sean. And stuff flies out of your it's bag. Not you get happens. mad at stuff constantly. No, why'd you do that? <laughs> if it were a romantic comedy, he'd be. It would be delightful. He would be. It would be. Oh, what a delightful. Whoa! Yeah. yeah. He would be the zany Kook. roommate character yeah. in, the, in the romantic comedy. Holy shit! <laughs> you guys mind if I poop in here? <laughs> you guys mind if I poop in here? <laughs> like that poor, you know, that guy is a good actor. He was in um, the Book of Mormon. Josh, uh, really nice guy. I've met him, but like that, name drop that pen that move that show he was in about the. <laughs> Like the comedy West Wing, the sixteen that got canceled. But Studio sixty. No, not that one. Oh no, no, no. Studio sixty is pen. like it was infuriating to watch, but now looking back on it, it's one of the funniest shows of how seriously it took itself. It was well. That's I, I actually <laughs> right. uh, am a, a fan of Aaron Sorkin. I am a right. fan in 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 the context of not only does he do good work, but he gives the audience a benefit of the doubt of the doubt yeah. of, of being intelligent people, and right. and he has a certain style in a way that he writes. You either. Accept yeah. it or you don't accept it. And yeah. the same with Newsroom, which I think the first season was very good. The second season, I felt that he was being too, what what some would call even-handed, but it isn't. There's a, or that that faux journalistic objectivity, meaning there is no such thing as a fact. You do a he said, she said, all right, certain right. things. Not for the whole second season, but there were elements that I thought were really, really inspiring about the first season that were absent in the second. Anyway, I, I think that <laughs> I think that um, Studio sixty. At any time I wanted to say, nope, I'm done, there would be one little nugget of something that he puts in relationship-wise between people or intelligence-wise between people that you go, oh, all right, I'm going to watch the rest yeah. of it. But there was some scenes where it's like, you've got to be kidding me. Especially <laughs> the one about the stolen joke, allegedly, oh, where right. uh, Allison Janney was playing a reporter visiting and... It was this huge thing. They went back in their files. And if this was allegedly SNL, um, right. where sacred, sacred, don't ever, ever do a joke that might resemble somebody, you know, that type right. of thing. But in, in the comedy world, as you guys know, as in any other world, uh, there is 
things that are borrowed, things that just happen to be the same coincidentally, you know, right. jokes right. that get passed down. Or Parallel you, thinking. You don't know where you heard it or something, but that was that was the ultimate, I have yeah. to laugh at this, but I I mean no disrespect to Sorkin because I feel like... Big Papa Sorkin. I think, uh, uh, I just and he was hilarious on 30 Rock. I, I thought he was really on funny on 30 Oh, did Rock. they do a tie-in from Studio 60? Did they mention uh, no, that? No, about the writers uh, becoming irrelevant, writing the profession in general. Right. And so he was auditioning to be a writer for Nick Lachey's reality show <laughs> like uh, as, as oh, a way to really show funny. how bad it's gotten. They did a fake walk and talk with Tina Fey. Um, God, you know what? It would get so much better if they unionized those reality show writers because then they'd be like, well, fuck, we're, if we're paying him for this, why don't we just make good shit? You know what I mean? I are they capable? Uh, first of all, writers is a. Uh, I think that term has to be used very loosely with quote unquote reality shows. But secondly, if they could f- do better work, I think they'd be doing it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't think just if about you, just if taking you, whatever job you can. Yeah, if you if it would seem like your pride and integrity would not allow you to continue down that road. Right. Some of those shows are full on scripted. Some of those shows, everything. I know. Out. Oh, yeah, it's obvious. Like Duck Dynasty. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah. I, oh, Duck Dynasty. It's very very it's clear that I think that. Duck Dynasty is actually like a sitcom. Yes. I right. would say. Uh, it was clear they were just uh, inhabiting characters. Millionaires in ho- call- Halloween costumes. That's they actually is. look yeah. like hipsters. Those guys, the kids look like yeah. hipsters from, yeah. from here, from Humboldt Street, if you will. But <laughs> they they, uh, they had decided to, to, to take on those characteristics. Yeah, they were like full-on wasps before this, right? Well, well they've uh, been wealthy for, a, for at least a generation, I guess, because of that. Yeah, invention, yeah. but duck, um, because of duck meat. Perhaps the grandparents were working class. I think they um, were. I think the grandparents are the ones that had the beards and everything like that. Well, not the grandma, I guess, but yeah, but the grandparents. Were grandma the has grandma beard. Like I've never heard it. But you can tell by their grandma. homes, <laughs> by grandma. the wives in the homes, that they're not right. Like yeah, that right, exactly. That's what gives it away. In the same way with the fake Amish shows or the fake gypsy shows, they're right. The American gypsy nonsense. Their homes give them away. Whereas in that Europe, the there really is travelers, and I, the, 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 yeah. the quote unquote gypsy community is 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 itinerant, yeah, and they move, and they don't have pixies. They're called solid, right, pikeys? No, pikeys. pikeys. Well, I don't know. I guess not guy Richie, not fairies. Guy Richie, uh, guy Richie called them would pikeys. call him pikeys, yeah. I, and he should know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, the American gypsies that they pretend that we have, it's it's in no way commensurate with with the with the communities in other parts of the world. But they pretend like that we the have the same thing. thing. But then they go home. And you see that they live in big suburban yeah. houses. <laughs> yeah. So that does, doesn't. A little seem bit like of a uh, little bit of static there. Well, it's I guess if if you if I don't it, it started from my big fat gypsy wedding, which was such a hit um, in the quote unquote reality show. I've said quote unquote about eighteen times. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are. Is that the name of this podcast? Quote unquote. It's quote called unquote. quote unquote. It's called quote oh, thank unquote. God, I've been saying it. It's where you say allegedly th- stuff. Allegedly, and then we blog about it afterwards. <laughs> Blog about it. But even with Doug Dynasty, somebody told me that the grandpa, the grand, grandpa, I was going to say grandpa. Cy? Are you talking about Cy? Is that his name? I think so. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That he was a high school teacher before they had that business. Oh, really? Yeah, like way back in the day. Yeah, I don't know. He, he may have been. I've never seen the show once. I've seen like one episode. The last reality show I saw was that Mr. T one where he helped people. Then it got canceled. Oh, I, I didn't that know was there a dream was one. You had. That, was a reason. that was a, a wish. <laughs> he got me through my wife's miscarriage. <laughs> 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 Yo, you get pregnant again, fool. Um, I don't know why 
Is Mr. T still alive? He's yeah. here right now. No. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> he comes in on a rascal. Oh my God. Uh, or a Segway. That would be hilarious. Mr. T on a Segway. Oh, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, he's yeah, alive. I, I was a pot because I thought I'd done, you know, I'm qu- I quit drinking again. I thought I had said something because we were on that Words of Merkin show. Not said something to you, but I know. Someone said they saw me drinking there. I think I scared Dave Hill or something like that. I doubt. Well, I doubt. Dave, 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 Dave always just looks scared. No yeah, matter what. He, yeah, no, yeah, Dave yeah. is just, he's laid back. He's yeah. very yeah. laid back. And he's yeah, wide-eyed. Yeah. He's so nice. He's very, he's the very nicest nice. guy. But I'm, I'm definitely guy. done, just to let everyone know. I finally hit my bottom. And it was last weekend, so I'm well. Done. This was supposed to be an intervention, so we have an intervention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we don't need to do it because no, you already I'm found. Done. I mean, I took the L train. I, I was, I was for this sober. intervention. I was well, told there was going to be an intervention. So, <laughs> when's the last time you drank? Has it been a while? Uh, uh September tenth, two thousand one. Whoa! Wow. Wait, right before I know. September eleventh. It really was. It really, <laughs> really was. Yeah. How did you not drink on September eleventh? Well, there was. It wasn't like a, I, I felt like a, it would be just an excuse. I didn't yeah. have the urge. To, I mean, oddly, uh, I had made the decision to quit, and that and nine eleven would have been a would have made me a terrible person to use that as an excuse. You right. know the way that no, some some people point. had truly suffered. I did not. I happened right. to uh, be in New York, like many people, but but uh, but did not personally suffer. So right. it would be wrong of me to totally go. Right. That I started drinking again. Nine eleven. Uh, you know, and, and even if I did know, or, or right. you know. It, 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 it like, just you know seemed like it would friend be, of a friend. It would be terrible to pretend that that's why awful. I went back to drinking. Yeah, right, exactly. You know, so. Maybe that's what happened. The terrorists are like, oh, you need to know fun anymore. <laughs> Oh, I don't think that we I knew them or we yeah, knew each yeah. other. I'm not I, I mean oh, I can't say for sure you because blacked out the whole time. They're like, wait a minute, I mean, up until September 10th, I was drunk all the time. Yeah. I don't know if I met them or <laughs> you think a whatever. couple trips to Saudi Arabia? No, there was some Egyptian nationalists yeah. too. Maybe it was that. <laughs> I mean, there was definitely no Iraqis. We we can definitely right, we say can, that as for can, sure. So can, it's really too that. bad about what happened in Iraq. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think I'm, I'm definitely done because the last bu- the you probably you probably know Michael Moore right from Air America and all that. I stuff. actually did uh, in in the early '90s. I was. Briefly on a, on a TV series he had. Um, oh, the uh, oh, fucking I know that awful show. truth or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I used to watch that. Uh, it's a great show. I remember that. Uh, I've seen a couple of so long since I watched it. But I, I have a flight anxiety. I was taking Valium and I was trying to quit drinking. I'd put a little bit more time away. That's what does and, it for you. Uh, and yeah, it's a total, I'm a total awful. And I got in a tiny plane with Michael Moore and Tig Notaro to go to this festival. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it's like when we're going up, it seems like it's almost about to crash. Mm-hmm. And I'm like freaking out, so I just start chugging vodka right. with the pills, and then Whoa. Michael Mo- Moore to like he goes, "Oh my god, I think we're gonna have to take him down." <laughs> like he was nervous <laughs> that I was gonna freak out, uh-huh. and then to the his, Hulk, and he and I look and I open my eyes, so I'm like holding Tig's hand, uh-huh. and he's like looking at me like. <laughs> Like almost like he's about to pounce, and then he starts talking to me about how OJ was innocent for like ten minutes. It was the most no, surreal. He, he was probably moment. being. I swear to on, God, you were on pills and no, 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 no. It, he was probably being funny. Like, like that's actually a funny I know, thing. The next day, yeah. I asked him. I was like, "Was that a joke?" And he goes, "No, wasn't a joke." <laughs> that, but that was also a joke. That's still part of it. Yeah, though, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. What was his reasoning? I want to hear what his his joke reasoning. Well, he, he just was. said he was too famous and rich to do it. Oh, no, but he didn't say that he didn't hire the guys to do it? No, he says that it was somebody else. It was like a serial killer, maybe, or something. That's, that's no. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't think that's true. I don't maybe think he's so. just like maybe it's because like now every all of his theories in the two thousands proved to be true that everyone he's just well, saying now there's stuff no to try there to was there no reason to doubt him ever prior to that and, right. and uh, I can't stand false equivalencies when people are like hey Michael Moore and uh, you know like Rush Limbaugh whatever they say that is that is such a nonsense thing Michael Moore actually is doing this on your behalf you right. know what I mean like it 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 does him no favors because of all the right wing backlash against when right. people try right. to tell the truth but he uh there's 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 n- no reason in the world to doubt him or mock him i think it's when people get angry at him it's cuz it's emotionally difficult to to accept what he's telling you right i and love so it. they he turn was, that anger to him he was the greatest guy and uh really nice and uh and i felt really bad because like i i was on a plane on back and i didn't drink so i know i could and uh, he was like, tech, and I had to leave, and the door shut. I was like, can I go get him? They're like, no, sorry, sir. And I just get the text. The last text I get from Michael Moore, I'm like, I'm so sorry, I can't get you on the plane. And he goes, but I'm right outside the door. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry. And Wait, the he last, missed, he missed the he plane. He missed the plane. No. <laughs> so like I'm pot because I relapsed that weekend. So then I decide it was a great, fe- a really well-run festival. <laughs> Everyone was there. It was totally me. Like I bl- I blacked out and I didn't realize I woke up first off I woke up the next day and I looked pictures of my phone and I had pictures of me and Sinbad I don't remember meeting Sinbad I took those I took those and I put them on your phone you're welcome uh, <laughs> um, so I did that and then I get all these messages from this pizza delivery guy and apparently I had ordered pizza wasted and he was outside my door going are you there are you there. <laughs> And then the and next then day, like, oh, hold on. he goes, I can hear you. I can hear you. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. The most concerned pizza delivery guy. Well, this ever. is the thing. I swear to God, this happened the next Help day. Help me. If you just saying on the other end of the door. Help me. Break it down. Break the door down. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, I, I come back to the hotel, and there's it's a really small town. Uh, and and uh, it's Traverse City in Michigan. I, you know, whatever. I said it. I, it was a great run festival. I was the one who was the asshole. I shouldn't have had that medication. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got back uh, to the hotel, and there's this pizza delivery guy there. And I was like, there's no way. This is the same. <laughs> it's gotta be. And he goes, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, and I just went before. I was like, I'm so sorry. And I took like $40 out of my pocket and gave it to him. Because he had to wait. Well, it was twenty dollars. All right, make it so so better than I am. <laughs> and then, and he, uh, and then I find out. And he goes, "It's okay, man. I just wanted to meet you. I'm a fan. I have never. I have ten fans, Janine. <laughs> and the one that I had, I ruined his whole night. He was At, one of the apparently same. you didn't. If you had ruined somebody's night, they don't return to yeah, say they don't come uh, back. He was there for another pizza. No, no, but he, I think he was fine with it. If he if he yeah. says he's your if fan, he was, if he came up to you, he was cool with it. But you know what? You know what I think the issue with with you at, and I know, I know you, you're not drinking now. Your issue is very similar to what mine was. The amount right. of mental energy you expend on doubting yourself, feeling horrible about what. Do, do you know what I mean? Like right. I can tell just in a little bit I know about you. Yeah, yeah. You self-flagellate to a degree. It's probably true. That would make monks pee green with envy. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's it's very exhausting to yeah. be to be an alcoholic in that manner. And I. Yeah, I I lived that same way, and I don't know that I was an alcoholic, and I know some people don't like it when you, you know, I I did I did try a and stuff like that was it wasn't wasn't, for wasn't you. a good fit for me, but um, when I did stop, I stopped. My problem, I think, with drink drinking was if I started to drink in an evening, I could not stop. If that makes sense, do you know no, what I mean? Like of course, a, yeah. 
And well, Dan does. I know Dan for a while, and what Dan does, everything he does, he does to the umpteenth level. Right. So mm-hmm. that's what it comes. To. So you, it's not just drinking that he was like, oh, I can't stop, stop drinking. Dan, if he, it's eating, but it's also working, and it's also loving, and it's also everything. Mm-hmm. It's up to the umpteenth level. So that's it's mostly loving. I just did. I just did the alcohol and the eating to the umpteenth. Yeah, right. uh, the work and the yeah. love. <laughs> I kind of took her, yeah. take that easy. Take, <laughs> take that one easy. Uh, yeah. But. <laughs> I wish well, I was real, considered a real passionate person in every area. But what is it, have you ever been woken up and you have a friend calling like you did this last night? Yeah, oh, nothing move. made my stomach what was the turn over. Thing you think you did? Drunk? Oh, there is there. If I you, would whatever I would, you can talk about. I don't know. There's so so many. Uh, we we don't have time, but there would uh, my stomach would start to feel sick as soon right. as somebody said, "You know what you did?" Like, and I would try and say, "Don't di- don't say." You don't know what I mean? Because I was a blackout. And right. luckily, back when I was drinking for the most part there right. was none of this cell phone surveillance and or else it would have been all of that kind of stuff that you you could get away with being a drunken buffoon yeah um and even in the 90s when i had a degree of success anonymously do you know what i mean like right. there was yeah, there wasn't yeah. this There's surveillance society it putting it online right god forbid you know what i mean like it was literally maybe somebody took a picture an actual picture back then yeah or something like that but um it it it, it was constant um stories or constant getting banned from bars and not knowing until i got there again and saying you can't come in and i was like and i would never ask i would never ask about like, what it could be uh, like, noted and then- yeah, yeah i would uh, immediately instant diarrhea you know what i mean like i just uh, Thank you, kind I, I, sir. okay or i could tell by the look sometimes on a right. bartender's face at my local like oh i better take i better go Dial somewhere else for a while Think about this. and um that kind of thing and and like with many people you know you wake up at, at, I don't know who this person is. You know what I mean? Like there'd right. be people in my apartment or, or in my bed or, 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 you know, sometimes on location. Uh, luckily, everybody was incredibly nice. Like, you know what I mean? Like, honestly, I, I can't tell you. Uh, clearly, I had some kind of radar. Even, Tom Scarrett? Even drunk, sure. super, oh, ice castles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> even very drunk. I, there was never a, like a, a scoundrel in the bunch, if you will. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like there was right. people yeah. I would have liked, obviously. I, so I, I feel like we drunk. were getting along. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, there was always uh, everybody was delightful. You know, there was yeah. never a like, <laughs> "Who are get out? My jewelry's gone." Whatever. You know, anything like right. that. It was never like that. And um, v- luckily for me, and then sometimes I would come out of a blackout in Brooklyn. You know, and I had been at Seven B on the Lower East Side. Yeah. And then Great all of a bar. sudden, like we're uh, in yes, Brooklyn. fantastic. Uh, it could be almost anywhere. And a, a, lot of, a lot of times I didn't know exactly where it was and I felt uncomfortable. So where am I? Or I'd be with a group of people and yeah. I'd be like, oh, you wake is... up and you're in a family band. Well, it was just <laughs> that that would be OK. Yeah, that would be good. The Trachtenberg family for one. But um, the, it was that kind of thing. And, and luckily, nothing ever really ha- that I know of you know what I mean and if there if there is something bad that happened I don't I don't know about it and I had concussions all the time I lost Whoa. the tip of my finger had to have it surgically reattached Whoa. I herniated some discs and you don't know how that happened oh no the, the finger I do know is that Calfanakis shut a window on my on my oh. thing. which actually I say that without any rancor it, it was a complete his, was it accident his fault or? no 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 we were we both this is, it's like fuck this oh, girl oh yeah yeah we, no it was this is a ridiculous story, but we were, um, this is in the 90s, and I think we were at the Mondrian Hotel, wherever it was, it was next to a quote-unquote Grammy party, and we were shouting 
things at the douchebags online to get into the great party and then and then slamming the window with a flourish like you know what i mean like uh, we would laugh hysterically at the dumb things we were gonna say what would you say say to him well there was uh, one i just remember actually only because it was right before the that fatal right. not fatal but the hazardous window thing where Zach Halfanakis said support gays in the military in that voice yeah. <laughs> uh, that like he did from the campaign yeah. and this is in the night you know right, this right, is in the right. 90s and then with a flourish slammed the window and I unfortunately left oh, my hands geez. on the oh my god on the and he had to on the sash it? did he drive you or? oh no no it's it's there's way more than that right. <laughs> okay so. I'm so, I don't know. Uh, I oh immediately felt a bunch of pain and then didn't. Yeah. Um, oh, shock. It went into shock. Then I saw it and decided to ignore it. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I, it was so dire what it looked like. And Zach was concerned because I just kept drinking. He called was an it ambulance. Like hanging off? Yeah. And the whole nail bed, which actually is quite oh. deep, was out. Oh. Like flip. I know it's disgusting. It's holy disgusting. shit! No, it's just painful. Holy and uh, all of a sudden, the fire department showed up. I don't know why. Uh, I think accidentally Zach called the fire department, but um, <laughs> this is all true. And then a bunch of firefighters walk into the hotel room, right? And there's blood everywhere, and yet I am very drunk and and being ridiculous. And I think the firefighters, you know, sometimes you can be so drunk, but you can you can catch a look of contempt. That right. comes out, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it, right. somehow that clicks in. Yeah. In the same were you way that being belli- were you belligerent? No, 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 oh, no, okay. no. I n- nobody likes a firefighter more than me. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm not made of wood. I I realize it's very <laughs> hack to say you the ladies love firefighters, but I I enjoy a firefighter. <laughs> so I was not being belligerent, and uh, I think I was trying to be flirtatious or something. And, with your finger <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, I was really wanting to fuck a girl without a finger today. <laughs> oh no, no, those guys were not thinking that. Uh, in any way, um, and then one of the firefighters wrapped up my hand in yep. some bandages and said, "Do not go to the emergency room. They will not reattach it in 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 any kind of." Good way that you're gonna like if you can hold out till tomorrow for a, a doc, you know, a, a plastic an surgeon. Couple, yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay, which was actually fantastic advice. Wow, um, and cool. I was I've drunk enough of and a, everything. Of anybody saying that? I've not heard of it and ever. And your either. finger was fine yeah. after that. No, no, no. <laughs> wait, wait. I'm sorry, Dan. I'm sorry. Wait. Tell the story, Dan. No, I know, I know. I'm sorry. sorry. Um, you're right. I'm sorry. There is. Um, all of a sudden, I am awake. And it's morning, and Zach has gone because he had to take somebody to the airport, and he has this note, I'm so, so sorry. There's blood all over the bed and everything. <laughs> um, and I knew something was terrible. I was still kind of drunk. I had to go do ADR, go loop for this movie. Mm-hmm. I may, I started getting ready to go because I, I refused to acknowledge what I knew was horrible. It was a terrible state of denial. Luckily, Zach suspected that I would be in bad shape, and he called my manager um and said this is what's going on i think you need to check and make sure so then my manager called and i explained what happened and then she called the people for adr and said she can't come in um she's had an accident and then uh, i was taken to this plastic surgeon at ucla Mm -hmm. and then eight hours later and boy when i got so it i had to hold my hand up with a paper bag over it because the other people in the waiting room didn't they didn't want to look at it so with a rubber band and a paper That's bag over my hand, yeah. Oh, it looked, and I, luckily, um, it there was. I don't have any more feeling in in the in the tip it, of this finger. Wow! But the the doctor did a 
amazing job. It only looked really weird. This is like 14 years ago or yeah. more. I mean, 17, 18 years ago. It looked weird for a couple of years. Now, you really can't you tell. You can't tell at all. No, you can't tell at um, all. You could if you were very close and I had a magnifying glass, but I don't, from here up, can't feel anything. And oh. I didn't have a fingernail for a long time. Wow. And yeah. <laughs> and even then I didn't quit. Even then I didn't quit. You know what I mean? Like I was that, and that was. Well, you can chalk that up to just accident. You know, right. Like, but yeah. It was after the two concussions I had in six weeks. That'll do um, And it was just madness. Do you know what I mean? Like it gets away from you. It just gets yeah, away from you. Sure. Yeah. And uh, I actually believed I I can't live without drinking because I, I feel like I won't be able to do it. Um, I don't know how to be socially comfortable with people. And also, I'm now so deep into it, I don't think I can get out. And then um, I did, with help from some friends, quit. And then it was over. But that's this all started because I started saying moderation. Uh, I, right. I throw myself 100% into negative habits. And then it's done. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it's done. I mean, I've had the things where I'll have like, because I put it together like two and a half years and then a year and a half and then I've gotten out again. So Mm -hmm. I think I just put a lot of pressure on myself. But now I'm just trying not to give a shit about anything. I think that that's my. Well, you can't. That's not you. You could say that. You'll but not I, give I a can't shit about anything. Try. This will be. This will be Dan. He'll go, You'll not give a shit about something. And he goes, "Hey, do you think everybody's mad that I'm not giving a shit about anything?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel it's not you. Yeah, to really not, it's, yeah. it's, and also, not what's you. the point of not? Uh, why fight your character? Now it's okay. Right. Don't don't obsess over things that are not not worth your time. No. If you can right. make that demarcation, but you can't change your nature. If you are a person who. Yeah. That's what makes you you as a comic or as a performer or your writing. Uh, why would yeah. you try and, and, and fight what is authentically I, 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 you? I just don't, yeah. Yeah, I, I go true. back and forth. Maybe you just want to be like a, that's the AA thing, be a kinder, kinder, gentler version of yourself. You could try it, and yeah. that's fine. It's a good goal, but, uh, and, and so that's. Do you think people can change or no? Oh, I. Yes, of course, and and right. we are all works in progress, hopefully, as we get older. Hopefully. I mean, I'm nothing, I'm at the age of 50, I am nothing. Like I was at wow, forty you, or you're thirty. 50. You're fifty. Yeah. You look so young. You don't look fifty. That's why I said it. No, yeah. I'm kidding. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm. What I meant was, yeah. uh, it's inevitable. You will change. Right. You know, I don't recognize who I was in certain ways. Really? And then there are some things that are have been in there since I was ten or eleven. You know what I mean? Certain uh-huh. traits that is my nature, and that's just the way it is. And that's if it hasn't changed yet, it's not going to change. It's but I am much more mature. As anyone would be at 50, um, it would be odd if people didn't change at all. But yeah, I think fundamentally right. it's quite difficult unless you have some type of Go to Wildwood, New Jersey, epiphany. and then people will Wildwood? be the same at 50. <laughs> Wildwood, New Jersey, the boardwalk there. You oh, see I know Wildwood. Yeah. I grew up in Madison. Oh, you did? Okay. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Rutherford. Well, there you go. <laughs> it, both in Jersey, kind of far away from each other. Well, not that far. I guess an hour. Well, hour I, w- I was about 15 minutes from Livingston Mall. Oh, okay. As right. a good... Uh, touchstone for new jersey people because it was yeah. one of the first big malls in there's the a good diner 70s. around there right pardon there's a good diner around there uh there's a diner i don't know <laughs> there's a lot of good diners yeah yeah in jersey jersey's yeah. like yeah. with a diner yeah, yeah. we want to we want to get directions next to the diner. <laughs> i'm sure somebody has an app for that oh, yeah, yeah. jerseydiners.com yeah that works 
<laughs> okay, thank you. Good night. <laughs> we were on a roll, like, and then I <laughs> ended it with that Wildwood, though, New man. Jersey contact. I think that's what you're worried about, Dan. I think you think you should be changing constantly, and you shouldn't. You should Maybe. Be your, you should be well, yourself. I mean, you do. But this is what he'll do. He'll do, like, I'm, like, I'm not kidding. He'll say something on the podcast, or he'll do something in life, and then call me immediately and go, hey, I just did this. Do you think they're mad at me for doing right. this? It's a, it's a terrible and, way and it's to, always to live. Right. Yeah, yeah. And well, it's you something know, that nobody would ever be mad about. Right. This is like a couple weeks ago. I got a Facebook fight with somebody. Who was being a piece of shit? Yeah, that's and true. And then I, you know, called him a piece of shit, and he called me a piece of shit, and it ended with like, "Well, let's fucking meet up." And then I apologized because I was like, "I can't. I'm a grown man. I can't do this shit." Uh-huh. And then he just went, "Okay," and then uh, and, <laughs> and I was didn't like, apologize "This back. mother." And of course, I called him, like, "This motherfucker." I apologize. <laughs> yeah, but you don't, don't worry about the other person. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. uh, but the the way yeah. that you're living, if this is, if I can glean from right. what from what I'm hearing. It's exhausting, and it, it it, exhausting. it'll really it'll really wear you out. Now, having said that, there is part of it that is essential that you need for your creativity, and it's actually yeah. what makes uh, people relate to you. Or it, do I mean the specificity of it will help you out professionally? Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, but um, I actually used to be exactly like that, and it's uh, it's exhausting, and it'll and it'll destroy you, and and others are off put by it eventually. You know what I mean? Like because right. their role is not to continually say to you, yeah, "No, done. they're not," or this, whatever. But <laughs> if it's any right. any consolation, I just kind of grew out of it. A lot. Like I am now much more comfortable in my own skin than you used to. Than I uh, I used to. Do you be, used to drain your friends and stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah in, 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 what was that? Drain, drain, drain like your uh, friends. I do that. What does that mean? It mean what I'm saying is it's what, exhausting you, to be. You turn them into the stump from the Giving Tree. You know. <laughs> By Shel Silverstein. <laughs> Good old Shelly. Shelly Silverstein. A hell of a Jew. Uh, a hell of a, a Jew. Hell of a Jew. Um, but I'd say it's, it's um, and also it's narcissistic. I know that yes. you are, and I I am a self-loathing narciss- narcissist, as many comedians are. There is, right. a, and many people who Piece of shit in the center of the universe. Entertainment, law enforcement, and politics. I think that they all share this common narcissism mixed with self-loathing. To some degree, right. And well, then I what think about financial Wall Street. No, um, no. I Not think that, I think the hedge fund guys. I th- yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that that what is missing is is a a sense of, of self doubt. Self. They are risk takers. They have a different genetic yeah. component. Although some of them do feel political and and. Wall Street people do feel components of guilt, and that's worked out with a dominatrix. I'm, I'm not joking. Like they, a lot of them have. Uh, right. They go to to high end. Men or women yeah. who do hum- humiliating things that make them feel humiliated, and they work it out that way. I know it sounds like I'm pulling that. I've read about no, it. No, I know. But, um, that makes I, we, a lot of we, sense. We, yeah. But the, during the day when they're doing their thing financially, and they also can disassociate themselves from the consequences and, and the contingencies and the negative fallout from what they do. That That's not a part of, like, I think. The, because because yeah. they're not average. seeing it firsthand. No, oh, not, no, they, they don't they, care. Right, they don't give a shit. Uh, they... they they're well aware and of, also the of punishment. The, the punishment just just lets it keep going. So, so you're like, yeah, I'm going to keep doing this, but I'm I'm doing my punishment. Right, or like so say the Enron type Enron, which yeah, use yeah, them yeah. as you know, those guys that got busted. I just the, saw with the um, tapes, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just saw the smartest guys in the room. That was great. Yeah, it, well, it's, it's painful it. that that yeah. whole type of thing, and then those those t- like let grandma burn, like that whole right thing. Um, they also they may that type of fratty guy that seems different. They may not have an issue. That they need with the dominatrix. What they might do is, but I coach my son's little league. 
Do you know oh, what I mean? Right, like, right, right. Uh, I take, I go to church on Christmas Eve. That that type of thing. The right. Tony Soprano shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Tony Tony Soprano is a much more decent. The Cosa Nostra. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would say uh, there's a number of things that separate organized criminals. Actually, it is organized crime on Wall Street and in politics. It's it, it's it's right. it's just they have better suits, right? Yeah. They they have just <laughs> better education. Yeah. They yeah. go to college and and. And they and they buy nice shoes. It is so uh, cynical. That's that, the like, difference. Well, when somebody the same goes to for me, like when somebody goes to NYU and then like goes to Stern, I'm like, you're going to New York City, and you're doing like the opposite of you know, like you're in this cultural center, and you're just like, I'm going to New York City to make money. Well, I guess that's part. Well, you're going I mean, this area. Yeah. I mean, it's like between it's the East and different... West Village. It just feels like a weird place. <laughs> well, can, they but can't, I guess, everybody know. can't be. It can't be yeah, all artists. Can't all know, be just... Tish and the New School. Yeah, right. right, right. Filmmakers. No, I know. It's just like a bizarre <laughs> a lot area of for it to be yeah. around. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Well, well, you know, the filmmakers want to make money too. Like that's that's, that's the little secret of a lot of these things. What yeah. you think people don't do this stuff in a vacuum? Yeah, I no, I want to make yeah. sure that I can barely pay my rent. And then also, for the most part, and this has changed over the years. But when I started doing stand up in '85, um, the a- the average uh, comedians and actors that you that you meet over the years tend to come from middle class backgrounds. And I know there's less and less of a middle class now. And and the reason that is is because it takes some type of security, at least back from your parents to stick it out as long as it takes to make it as an actor or as a comic. This is this is prior to the internet and stuff when people can get known quicker. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, back back then one of the only options was the Tonight Show. Johnny Carson, you know what I mean? Like that right. that would help you as a comic. Yeah. Uh, things like that. And you, do you, you think it was it took longer then than now? Because it seems absolutely. Like it yeah, real. totally. Well, are you also, asking that? Are you sincerely asking that? No, I. Well, I'm just saying because like a lot of the times you hear like the Seinfeld was on the Tonight Show three years in, and a lot of the times now like a lot of people. I'm not talking about YouTube sensations. I'm not really mm-hmm. talking about those guys. Like I, I know those guys. I'm, I'm talking more of like, you know, now it seems like the people who are really hitting their strides are like, you know, like guys in, you know, guys in their forties. You know what I mean? Or girls mm-hmm. who are ladies there. Like Bamford, it was a lot later. Louie was a lot later. Bill Burr was a lot. Do you understand right. what I'm trying to say? Yeah, and it was a lot of times even longer back then. The, the anomalous right. story is somebody who's on Tonight Show three years in. You know what yeah. I mean? Like mo- a, mostly, yeah. it was like road, road guy. You know, right. guys or women who had been around a long time and had. It, it it's always an anomalous story usually when somebody hits real big fast. Mm-hmm. Now that's le- it's more true now with internet stuff and things like that. Somebody can blow up real big, very quickly. I think it's different now too because you have more access. So like there's right. so so many there's more, more access, ways there's more right. ways to see people mm-hmm. that now yeah maybe so, if you have a million different stories going on and back then it was more ABC now it's right. AQRXZ like you can go where you can and go there was far less ways. jobs and outlets. So you know what yeah. I mean? Like it was like a, a yeah. much smaller yeah. basket. You could drop the success basket. Yeah, the odds were might maybe, fall maybe it's like the 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 era then before when you started because I was talking to Blake Clark about it. Who's you know he's in his like seventies and he was like, is he in his seventies? Yeah, he's like you could be I like. In 60s. I, I think he's in his seventies now. Let's or, look the date. Sixty-five. I really feel bad because my friend's dead. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure, but he would say like. You could have a basic feature act and make like seventy thousand dollars. Oh, you could make then. money on the road. Right, right. That, that's different. That you can't that's do different. now. That's that's but gone. You would spend. You could like many of the road dogs I met, and I don't mean that disrespectfully. That's what you know, road dog. When I was, when they called themselves. I mean, they're but, still road dogs now. Yeah, but they these guys because uh, it was mostly guys back then, mostly white guys. Um, 
had they were making a very nice living on the road, but they were on they were on the road for like 360 days a year permanently. It wasn't going to happen for them. You know, even with the Tonight Show, whatever, they had auditioned for Peter LaSalle 25 times and never gotten on. And then after a while, they won't even be seen anymore. Like, yeah. to, and that was one of the only shots to like... Mm-hmm. And then occasionally there was guys like uh, Rick Overton and stuff that would get cast. He lived in L.A. Oh, yeah, in no, smaller Rick. parts and movies and stuff like I that. I love Rick. And um, it just was a longer, ro- tougher road. You know what I mean? Like there was... Only a handful of channels, don't forget. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and there was. A, oh, sure. So, cable just blew all that wide open. Well, cable, we were one of the first the families improv to get and... HBO. We were a test family in the early 70s. Really? Yeah. Whoa. So if you wanted Locked to watch out. The Great Santini, um, you could watch it a billion, million times. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the movie. original swept away. But they started, um, and sports, uh, yeah. and stand up. You know, they had to fill time. With the huge suits. And so they would just show, like, stand-ups. And so it started bringing that more... Right. Into people's homes, and that was and that then was the a half goal. hours they would do already, or they well, were doing they would showcase have, shows. Well, like famous guys already would yeah. have hour specials, oh, like, the, uh, like like Robert Klein, and, and yes, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. They'd have those like goofy intros. Those are my favorite. No, the goofy intros uh, were more from the half hours and stuff, like that uh-huh. looked like they're shot on video. Yeah. But those guys were more established. They had more, I think, more production value in their. Um, what was the special? That it, was, made it looked you like a concert film more than anything, right? Yeah, yeah. They've seen those Robert Klein ones, or you look at the even the Carlins and the all that. Always look like a concert film. Yeah, like that's they true. usually the were. They were usually and shot in big theaters, yeah. and, and uh, a few shows would be shot and then edited together, very similar to like the Richard Pryor that most people are familiar with, or Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. back right. then. That's what specials kind of looked like back then. What was um, the one that you saw and you're like, all right, I want to do this? Was there a good? Particular... Actually, it was album comedy albums. Which my one? um. My older brother had all the George Carlin, Cheech and Chong albums, and my parents had Nichols and May and Bob and Ray albums. Right. And I would listen to them the way you would listen to mu- you know listen to music. Oh my God, you got to hear four. Uh, I don't know why. I just I just loved it. And then uh, in 1975, I saw a Woody Allen film. I think it was something about called Take the Money and Run. Oh yeah, it's and hilarious. started a lifelong love affair with. Uh, both his silly and his intelligent stuff. My favorite movie is Crimes and Misdemeanors. I find that to be a perfect movie. But right. just a, and and then uh, SCTV came on yeah. also in '75, the same time that SNL did. Never got it to do. Never got as much press nope. in the beginning. Um, but SCTV and SNL. But I was a, a huger fan of of SCTV as much as I enjoyed SNL. And I was like, I want to somehow be involved. And then Letterman came on when I was in high school, and I was like, I want to be a writer for Letterman. Even yeah. though I don't know why I thought that, but um, I pictured like Dick Van Dyke. You yeah. know what I mean? Like then you that, were the writer. Office, on, you were a writer on Larry Sanders. I mean, you played a writer. No, no, I played a talent booker. Played a, oh, talent booker. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. Oh God. What did you just mention right before? What did you just mention? Right I said before? SCTV. SCTV. Is yeah, the thing about SCTV, watching that, you know, SNL has always had this thing where it's kind of in love with itself. Like even in the seventies when it came yeah. out, where it's like it's like we're edgy, we're and SCTV is like, hey, we're just doing comedy. Well, it's Canadian. You know what I mean? That's why. Well, we're well, also, it was different. Yeah. It was different though. It really was quite edgy uh, when yeah. SNL back then to do live television like that with no support from the network. With that was back when Lauren, I think, truly was an authentically good guy who I, I believe that it, I believe that he he cared very deeply about wh- what what was going on, what was going on, and and how he wanted the show to be and. I think he had to fight very, very hard to to get these unknown people, for the most part, on and do it exactly that way. And then I think NBC thought it would just 
go away, and so they didn't pay attention. You got very lucky. Yeah. But don't forget the context of the times, what, what it would have been like for you if you were a, a young adult watching TV and all of a sudden, you know, back then there wasn't TV really after midnight. There still was test patterns. Yeah. Would come on, things like that, mm-hmm. which is hard to think of, you know, hard to yeah. imagine right now. But so that this, com- where once was a test pattern or something, or an old movie rerun, is now these um, young people that look like counterculture Young, right. You know what I mean? And yeah. then are actually talking about counterculture things mixed in with sillier sketches. Right. And they're having Frank Zappa on, and they're having, you know, I don't know if they had Captain Beefheart, but it seems like they should have. Steven Seagal, eventually. <laughs> um, yeah, that wouldn't be for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but they wanted Albert Brooks to be. They were, that's another guy. Albert Brooks's comedy he albums did were incredibly inspirational to me. Like, I just wanted to be involved in comedy mostly like just to be around people like Albert Brooks, but um, he was supposed to be the permanent host and he didn't want to do that every week, but he said, I'll do short films. Yeah, thing. But it would have been interesting to see Albert Brooks as the permanent host. Permanent host of Saturday Night Live. Of Saturday Live. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it would have been a very interesting thing to see I think that. Pre- people probably would have gotten sick of him. I mean, he's great and everything. He's a genius, but do you I think, don't he, think so. you don't think so? I think it, it might have actually been... It doesn't mean you still can't have musical guests and a guest person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So you think it would have been more? I like think the he Tonight would have been show, just like doing his, monologues right. up front. Didn't I think it doesn't mean they wouldn't have other guests and stuff? Yeah. And I think that would have been interesting because he's unbelievably funny and his monologues would have been really smart and interesting. And um, it would be interesting. It would have made him. A w- like he's famous, but mm-hmm. it would have made him way more famous than he. He was actually now. quite famous. Uh, I mean, at the time. At the time, yeah. and then, and then. Uh, mainstream famous after Lost in America, but he was actually like a very known. He was on Tonight Show. Uh, he would. He was yeah, that, Tonight yeah. Show, and and when he was a little boy, uh, Carl, Carl Reiner, Reiner yeah. said the funniest person I've ever met is my son's best friend Albert Einstein, which is uh, Albert oh, that's his real, real name, name, right? And oh, and, is that true? He said that. Yeah, yeah, and because um, it, when uh, is I always forget Carl and Rob, who's the dad and who's Carl the Reiner, dad. Rob Reiner's son, uh, right? Rob Reiner's son, and uh, Rob and Albert were like. Uh, were childhood friends, and um, the dad would have poker nights, and and Rob and and Albert, I guess, would be around. And Albert was so funny, like these guys thought, and he was like twelve, thirteen years old. <laughs> and so uh, he said that on the Tonight Show, famously, that the funniest person he ever met was his son's best friend. That's funny. Imagine being Rob Reiner, be like, Dad, can you mention my shit, <laughs> please? <laughs> Well, Albert's father was a comedian too, Parker Carcass. He was a famous radio comedian. Oh, really? Oh, really? Who had actually died at his own Friars Roast. Real, really? Wow! Yeah, I've never That's even heard fucking of that. nuts. Yeah, How come just, he, he, had, he had a heart attack. Um, it's in books about like the Friars Club and stuff like that. But he yeah. had a had a heart attack. People thought it was a joke. There's audio of it. And I don't say that to be macabre. It's a no, no, I, no, I, I, no. It's a it's a story people Honestly, know I about. I listened to the Jonestown audio, which was I don't know why I did that. We might. I didn't know there was Jonestown. Yeah, audio. Can you do it as a ringtone? <laughs> Please take the cups. Join us. Pass them around. It's on there. It's an hour. Was it a roast? You, was it a roast? You've seen, have you heard it, Thomas? Sort of like a roast. Yeah, yeah, sort of yeah, like yeah, a yeah. roast. Well, you've heard the audio of Jonestown? It's, yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah. brutal. You, you I would not like, I can't Tom, take Tom stuff like that. Tom just likes anything audio. You don't have a microphone? You want to talk to it? Oh, sure. Yeah. You're the one who told Thomas me about talking producer. into the uh, microphone. Yeah, well, 
I, I, I'm, I grew up in San Francisco Bay Area. I, wait, first off, I love that the first time we've introduced Thomas today is to talk <laughs> about, about the Jonestown, Jonestown Massacre. massacre. <laughs> just run up your alley, Tom. <laughs> well, let him speak then. Let, let the man yeah, speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, was, I mean, I was always kind of obsessed with it because I grew up in the Bay Area. And that was, uh, I mean, that was the news for like three years because then they went back. Because he was look. a huge civil rights leader. I mean, he was yeah. instrumental in the civil rights movement. Who? Yeah. In the Jim, Bay Jones, Jim Jones. Jim yeah. Jones had been a, a better guy. And then yeah, like a lot of these Messiah wow. Complex people, it turns somewhere. Yeah, I mean, the our, that was our congressman that got killed down there. And, but that was and, horrible, that footage. Yeah. I did yeah. see that on the news. Yeah, I mean, and he took all these people from the Bay Area down there, and no one heard from them again. And and so that's why uh, uh, the congressman was written to, but like, we're, we're not hearing from our families. We don't know what's going on. And that's why he went down there. And then you can find the audio. The audio is what? Him giving speeches? Because he, he, he uh, uh, Jim Jones was always talking on, over the speaker system, he would just sermonize over the speaker system while people were working and doing all this stuff. Right. And he recorded himself all the time, and so he had this huge reel-to-reel tape thing, and and they recorded that day, you know, of what wow. of, of everybody. Uh, so creepy. Yeah, it's totally oh, insane. God. I don't like that stuff. So, uh, that's the, the this is the funny interlude calls, from. I can't, I can't hear it. You know, some general nine one one. Like on the news, they'll yeah. uh, oh, yeah. they'll say yeah. we have audio of the. Uh, it's 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 a it's it's devastating to hear it, and also I don't like like the way it's being exploited. You know, what I mean, yeah. like the news pretends they're doing it as some type of service to you, but it's 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 a it's an odd. No, it's, it's yeah. to sensationalize. Yeah, it's, it's torture porn. Yeah, yeah. 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 Torture. it is torture porn. Right. Torture like a lot porn. of police procedurals on TV. It's just a convenient excuse for violence against mostly women. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I said this and I watched like 48 hours two nights ago. So I've watched, <laughs> I watched that. I watched uh, the ID channel. I've watched the ID months. channel. The ID like, channel. Women that's with that's pretty much what all that is. Yeah, that stuff is, uh, I think. Uh, I just watched one about some dude who murdered his wife and he had a twin. Oh, I saw that one. Son instead of the <laughs> devil. <laughs> what? No, no, no. no. Brother of the devil. It was like Satan's brother. No, 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 no. It was something like, like, basically the type of thing. Like, yeah, but they had, and that, you made me think of it because they had, they had the 911 call. <laughs> They had the 911 call on that, and I remember thinking the 911 call on that sound that sounded to me it, it freaked me out because he because it, it was him apparently they were saying he said he didn't kill her and they were saying right. he did he strangled her and in his voice I'm like when you hear oh, the I saw that. when you yeah, hear I the call that, when yeah. you hear the call you're like no way did he kill her because yeah, yeah, he sounds freaked one. out yeah, in the, the call twins, yeah. it's like sad it's really sad oh I saw that one yeah the, yeah do you know what I'm I love about? it that we're like oh yeah Janine that's terrible hey the, let's talk about the, the episodes <laughs> we've been watching all week together wait it's Kaufman is it the one you saw uh, yeah it's the one yeah. where the twin brothers and the they're both like their wives are both really attractive. That's all. That's how yeah. much of a fucking yeah, shallow so. piece of shit. <laughs> well, when you got from that, when a when a wife is is killed, dollars to donuts. It's the husband. You know what I mean? Like it's right, yeah, right. On that's almost they... every single one of these. Yes. Um. It's 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 the the husband who's done it, and then they have other ones like women who kill, which it it is anomalous. I mean, it's getting less so as as time right. marches on, but. It is unusual when it's a when it's a, a one out of ten. It's actually it. chupacabras. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a what? Yeah. You know the you know the chuba you know the, the animal. Yeah, the animal, yeah. the demon things. That I didn't know if cattle. you said troop of coppers. Well, <laughs> troop, of coppers. <laughs> troop of coppers. Troop of coppers. Actually, that's, <laughs> that's probably coppers. more old timey coppers. See, coppers. Have you ever have you ever been arrested or no? No. No, neither have I. I'm I have. Thank goodness. Yeah, you talked to us about our show. Uh, yeah, it was pretty badass. I was right. for drinking on the beach. That's what I was <laughs> yeah. arrested for. Ooh. And I had a friend of mine with me. We also got arrested with me. And he's, t- as we're getting let off the beach, he's talking to the, he's making small talk 
he has he's being he's handcuffed making small talk with the cops going right. yeah so we figured we'd come down to South Carolina <laughs> vacation I'm like shut the fuck up I think a lot of people get yeah. chatty like I think they do uh, oh, I, it's a, I clammed it's a right up panic thing they like, start talking I was right. like Tony Soprano in that motherfucker well, you didn't, didn't talk it. shit to him. You're like, hey, you want to take a fucking photo of me, dude? <laughs> For your friends back home? <laughs> you didn't do that either. No, no, no. But I, I was quiet. And we, we full on got put in a, a cell for... Yeah, yeah. Th- I was there for like overnight, 13 hours. And it was the, I was like, this is the dumbest. It was for drinking a beer on the beach. Well, it's one of those arrests that fills a quota, and it's yep. easy to do. Yep. Right. Uh, exactly. it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a quota. It's a lot it's better quota. for the person who arrests you than having to actually... Um, do detective do work. real do, stuff? No, I'm not, I'm not uh, saying this person doesn't, but uh, there are quotas for in some departments, and then skinny dipping is easy, and you know what I mean, like drinking on the yeah. beach and these. Who's you know what I mean? The, in in uh, is it they don't? Oh, like we call it pool hopping back when I was growing up. But in right. in my town, uh, you would you would I go kid, and yeah. and swim in other people's pools, or sometimes people would. "Quote unquote skinny dip." I said "quote unquote" again, <laughs> and uh, the cops would, would always be there in two seconds. But it's an easy collar, I also, guess. Also, hijacking used to be a much bigger thing, and I was just in Alaska, and it's still a big thing there because it gets so cold there. People just pick up other people. Hijacking. But, hijacking. No, how would I say hijacking? Like kidnapping. Airplane no, no, hijacking. No, no, what am I thinking? Hitchhiking. 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 I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, it did used to be oh, bigger, God. which is true. Yeah. There was more I'm hijacking. This Ford Escort right now. <laughs> I full on. That was oh, that's scary. I thought I said the right word. I did not even think. (laughs) Really? Well, that was weird. Similar. I know it is similar. I know the word hitchhiking. I'm I'm for sure getting dumber as I get older. I'm getting wow. That was a real dumb moment. It's not dumb. It's an easy mistake. You guys don't beat yourself. It's fine. It's no. It's so bad. That's a long flight to Cuba. Hitchhiking from Alaska. I still have tons of hitchhiking in Alaska. And in Martha's Vineyard. And in Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. Well, it's because if any crimes are committed you got to get off the island oh, there's only a couple right. of ways off um at least when when i was there in in the 80s uh we would hitchhike all the time because everybody else was the yeah. mean streets of martha vineyard the mean streets of martha vineyard i mean I, I, oak bluffs vineyard haven i don't know what it's like now <laughs> but in the 80s we were hitchhiking left right and center oak bluff sounds like the place you make out in high school Oak Bluffs. Oak like, Bluffs. Oh, you yeah. park on Oak Bluffs? Like, uh, a young couple's parked over on Oak Bluffs. Maybe not. Well, it's actually a town. It's not really like a bluff, like, lookout point or makeout <laughs> point. It's like a town called Oak Dry Hump Alley. Dry Hump Alley is a big one. That was a big so one. So romantic. Let's go to Dry Hump Alley. Dry Hump Alley. What do you want to do there? I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Just play Yahtzee. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, have you ever been to Alaska? I just went to Alaska, and I know where I would go if I ever murdered somebody. Is Alaska? Yeah, they have that. The worst what? They have that. Oh no, Alaska is bad for that because well, there's like oh, it was just all these guys who moved there to work on the oil rigs, Uh, and then like everyone who would move, you know, and then there was like a lot of strippers and prostitutes who would move up there. Well, there's so many factors that feed into like with the Pacific Northwest, a, a, a dearth of serial killers. Bundy. Over the years, uh, Bundy among them that was so come scary. from the Pacific oh, Northwest. I'm just sorry. Bundy because it's uh, rains all the time. There's a lot of economic depression over the. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. uh, tons of woods. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so lots of and, tons of body and, and then places. lots of like uh, manual labor and 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 prostitution. You know, sex workers that that service these gentlemen who are uh, temporary workers in, in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. So it it it. It's unfortunately conducive. All these things: the alcohol, the depression, the the lack of sun. I know that seems crazy, but it's it it yeah. feeds into a sense of of 
of um, like loneliness and yeah, despair. Yeah, and despair. Yeah, Joel, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's just so crazy when you hear those New York serial killers like Joel Rifkin, where it's like, where the fuck do you even go? Do you know what I mean? What do you mean? Like, if you're a murderer, how do you murder people in New York City? You know? Yeah. You uh, well, it depends on what year it is. But, yeah. I mean, because prior to the surveillance society yeah. Uh, yeah. that we have now, it, and 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 closed circuit cameras, you know, if you there's Little a statistic that I, I read um, from 23rd Street to Washington Square Park, your picture is taken 250 times at least. Wow. You're on wow. Twitter, you're, there's ways 250 ways somebody could see where you were from that walk. You know what I mean? From doorways and Jesus traffic, Christ. you know, stuff. Uh, you, you're being wow. Not saying that that's necessarily. Uh, that they're trying to take your picture. It's just that, that the streets are, you know yeah. what I mean? Like anybody yeah. who walks past the them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, right. Uh, yeah, so the anywhere there's just surveillance camera yeah, Nobody footage. would go for me. So it would be hard to commit a crime and get away with it now unless you are a person who's incredibly well-connected. You know what I mean? Or a very, yeah. very wealthy, powerful person would be one of the only ways you could get away with it. Or you're one of those people that knows where all those spots are for those cameras. Yeah, exactly. Because well, there's people that do that. There's people that know that. Or leaves no evidence or there's no body to be produced. Oddly, right, right, right. Oddly. I mean, even if you're accused. Uh, That's another thing with all no these body. trials. They say no body and you and you almost will get off. You'll get off with it every time. I don't know why I'm talking like. Habeas <laughs> corpus. <laughs> which I think means produce the body. Produce the body. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Um, what do you think, uh, like, uh, you know, we ask this question a lot to guests, uh, especially stand-up guests. Uh, what do you think, it, what, what do you think is the dumbest move you've ever pulled on stage? Like, as far as, like, oh, when lot. you were doing it and, like, you saw it come out of your mouth. And you're oh, like, there's some that still what? make me cringe and like, it's from, like, 1980. Like, really? I don't know, I don't know what would have possessed me. Like, there was sometimes where I would say, and it's so unlike me, the most... Lis, uh, lewd, not lascivious, right. lewd, uh, profanity. You know what I mean? I don't in my real right. life, and I it's not just not me. And I don't know what it was like when I was younger. It didn't happen a lot, but every once in a while, a string of profanities would come out right. that to this day makes me cringe. And again, luckily back then, there's no footage. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. no... You can't, yeah, you don't have to um, worry about flip cams or... That, um, being really drunk on stage, that... You know, wasting that time. Was that part of the profanity thing? Maybe it was no, the no, part of, of that the was, vibe of the of the yeah. show and the. I don't know what it was. It would, and it would tend to be when I was getting no reaction whatsoever from the audience, and oh, I was yeah. crumbling. It's frustration. It was just frustration, but it wasn't even directed at them. I don't even no, know no, what it yeah, was. But it was but just of 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 the situation. Yeah. So that, and also the years before I I was comfortable as myself. It took about four years before I was no longer nervous. Doing stand up. Yeah. yeah. Four years in. And then I wasn't really particularly nervous anymore. But those four years prior to that, my behavior, and actually on a couple of the first stand up on TV, that's not me. I, I and, it, right. and I hate that they still exist. I'm terribly insecure and not myself. And I'm speaking in a low tone, like not much emotion. And I've got my hands in my pockets and speaking like Daria. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is right. not me. And I, it's total fear. Yeah. And, uh, and I well, hate like that, you, that you know, it still exists. You want to wear someone else's mask yeah, when yeah, you yeah. first do it. What do you, uh, and and converse, I think conversely, inversely, conversely, like, what's the, uh, what's the, what's the time you think the biggest high you've ever had where you're up there and you're like, this is fucking incredible. I made the right choice in my life. This is the there's a moment. number, there's a number of those yeah. when I enjoy it so much. Uh, it can be in the smallest room or whatever, or, right. whatever, or like a, a bigger one. There's been times where 
whatever's going on around the show, I'm like, this is the great, like whether it be a comedy festival or something, and like all your friends are there, yeah, yeah. and you're meeting yeah. Catherine O'Hara right. and Eugene Levy, you know what I mean? Like oh, uh, that type that's of thing. Amazing. Yeah. Or, or Albert Brooks is it, that type of thing. Like, and you're having great shows and you're all staying in the same hotel. That kind of thing makes you go, this is the greatest. This choice so I've cool. ever made is to do this for a living. I'm and part then of this community. it can be all crap. It can be brought crashing down on one bummer night. You know what I mean? When somebody says you suck or something, then you're like, Oh, right. <laughs> you ruined that. It. Now I, so why cool. do I, I mean, do this? Why do I do this for a living? This is terrible. Ball, you've all this cool shit. It, it's, you know? it's painful when people don't like you. You know what I mean? Like I actually, uh, it, it would be dishonest for me to say, Oh, I don't care. I definitely care. It, I think it really cares. bothers me when people uh, heckle or when people, give me a bad review or when people get it really wrong when they're reviewing like that, uh, like that's not what I said at all or yeah. that's not what I meant. Right. Or yeah. th- if you're going to get it wrong, get it right. You know what I mean? Like don't retell this joke, not verbatim. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right, right. just to shit on me. Well, it's just, yeah, it. because it's all these frustrated writers trying to do their own college thesis over again. But it's painful to me. It's, oh, it's painful all... to be misunderstood and disliked. My dad would have that, you know, my dad's a playwright and it would always be, we'd wait for the opening and what the New York times article would be about mm-hmm. it. And, if it was bad, it was fucking depressing in our house. Right. Or it's why I'm so nervous about reviews, you know. Just don't. I I try yeah. and stay away from them also. And uh, sometimes people insist upon telling you about it. That's another thing. Right. Like, don't say it. What place did you drive her to? Let's go yeah. back to that. What place? <laughs> oh, 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 my dad has written. Um, he actually wrote. He won an Outer Creek Circle Award for Camping with Henry and Tom. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, he used to write for Cosby back in the day. Oh, wow. Uh, and, uh, Those are sitcoms, Dan. Well, yeah, no, I'm just Situation trying to give comedies. a... Uh, what, what Situation comedies. Situation comedies. About annoying. families and things. I guess. Lover's Leap. He's written a, like a bunch of... Nothing that's ever went to Broadway, but he's written a bunch of... He did Freud's Last Session. That one oh, was yeah, just yeah. him. Yeah, he was... Wow. He, he wrote that one, so... Artsy, fartsy. A very artsy, Mark fartsy. Mark St. Germain. You should have, uh, you should have wow. heard our last podcast where we were talking about a guy without a butthole, so... <laughs> that was pretty much the opposite of artsy, fartsy. <laughs> it's called It's called Utter. It's called. Is it, that what it's called? I believe so. When well, you're born, it's very, very rare. I think. I think it's See, called it does that. Happen, though. They didn't. Believe uh, no, that's it. true. The, yeah. It's. It's like one in five million people. Mil- yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it is, or, or something Even like that. One in five million. That's a lot. And of I money. said oh. the guy. They have to make you a. They, yes. Yes. Dupont made. Dupont. It. I remember him telling me. Yes. Dupont, the company. Well, it, in this case, because I actually know somebody whose child was born that way. Uh, um, there is an operation that takes place when the. Child is a baby because it's actually they have everything else. Right. It's just not an opening yeah. where little baby buttholes should be. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it. Yeah. It seems adorable on a baby, but there all the mechanic, <laughs> all the all the pipes and mechanics are there. That right? must be so freaked so. out when the kid comes out and you're like, we got to. Well, it's this something now. that isn't really noticed uh, right away. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not. Yeah. No, it, who checks frequently, the butthole? Frequently they don't do that, but so, sometimes uh, and it's so unusual, it's not really checked for all the time. Yeah. But uh, the earlier that people notice it, they tend to take care of it right away. Sometimes you can't. Like they, uh, doctors recommend that you let the child grow a little bit. Um, really? And they have a little type of colostomy oh. bag type thing. But the kid, is, it's just liquid. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so they create a little means of egress. And then the parents uh, have to keep something in the little opening to keep it open for a little bit and, and like a placeholder a placeholder but <laughs> to make the child feel comfortable Sorry, that's, no no that's yeah, what, yeah, that's yeah. what it is yeah right um to make the child feel comfortable some some parents are advised to use and i'm in no way being crass or joking no, say whatever. To use their finger yeah uh, their own finger because the child is okay with that 
the child's not okay with a, a foreign object down there, it feels uncomfortable. But if it's right. its mom or dad's, you know, oh. pinky or whatever, make you know, f- keeping it. Right, right, right. Keep it. Yeah, it's it's more comfortable. For right, them. the child and, yeah. is fine with that. Yeah, right. Um, exactly. And then and then the body just you know stay. It just stays. I mean, obviously the parent can't do it twenty four hours a day. All the time. But but <laughs> as much as they can holding the baby, it's it, the parent should be uh, also in addition to that little thing that's keeping it open, like a foreign object. Right. And then yeah. it just is open. You know, so wow. then the kid is so fine. That, but how long? Let me ask you this. this is, I'm, I might sound like an idiot saying this. And you have your friend had this happen to her, their child. Mm-hmm. So how long is the? They have to keep their finger there, but then for how long? Oh no, no. What I'm saying is they obviously have to keep a surrogate <laughs> so, thing yeah, in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean? But for, but you know, while the oh, baby to keep it comfortable, to keep yeah. it comfortable, oh, and okay, then okay. as the baby falls asleep, maybe you can <laughs> okay put the other thing in. Yeah, um, I immediately was like, they're gonna 24 hours a day just keep the no, finger. No, no, the no, baby's no, bu- no, no. No one. Could. Was, I, I the knew baby that wasn't doesn't the case. like it. Yeah. The baby doesn't like it. Ah! Oh my god! My diamonds. They don't know. They don't know that it's you guys. They don't know what just happened and why I screamed. I'm pretending my guys, jewelry the, was stolen. I'm the, pretending I'm wearing diamonds. The original cast of In Living Colors here. <laughs> this is so exciting. I had no idea. It's the girls from Broad City. Uh, Melana and Abby room. and the hizzy. <laughs> I'm not comfortable you were with lingo. So I'm not reluctant to say lingo. that just now. You I'm not comfortable with yeah. lingo. You, you don't have to say hizzy if you don't want you to. Don't I didn't hizzy. want to. I didn't want to. Um, but it rhymed with city. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Yes. You're so so great to come on here. And yes, it was we a really, big really, thrill this for is us. Big for us, so we really appreciate you know? it. It's a thrill for me. Right. And it's also this is another thrill. Right. I have, I've kept this chair warm for those two <laughs> young yeah. ladies who I'm butts. a huge fan Some of. Some new butts. New butts. The newest stars on Comedy Central's butts. Oh, <laughs> huge. Um, Are you, you're a broad city hype woman. I can't woman. take a subway yeah. without these ladies looking at me. They're yeah. just in the subway. Well, it's a great and show. And in Rolling Stone. It's a great They're in Rolling show. Stone. What should we... Uh, what should we you uh, guys don't need to do this. I'm going to... I'll take care of it. Get in the cage. <laughs> Get in the cage. Get in the cage. Get in the dog what, crate, what please. Should, <laughs> what should we mention... Uh, which we mentioned, uh, you coming up? Anything coming up? Uh, this will probably be out in March. So anything in April or? Well, I uh, did a pilot that got picked up, but I don't know when it. Oh, oh nice! Yeah, What's great. the show? Broad I, don't know, City I guess you have to look it up. You don't know the <laughs> show. No, I do know. <laughs> You're not allowed to say it. No, it's called Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. Look okay. at in the cage. Look at she's in the in the. She in is the cage. actually oh in the cage. God, she's do you know how many horrible things have gone on? It's, it's in that not cage. a cage. Yeah. It's actually a dog crate. There's this is tons not. This of is dog not misogynistic. It's a. Do you guys just want to say hi? This is. Oh, do you guys want yeah. to say hi? Yeah, you can come over and say hello. Alana Glazer and Abby Jacobson are here. This is. Um, I don't know what just just. Wait, what? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Okay, all right. You guys are great. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things going on that I don't understand right now. No, no, no. I'm just, uh, we were just uh, um, talking about stuff you would never understand. Yeah. I would never. Uh, girl stuff? <laughs> it's true. I don't. I already don't understand. Um, well, How tune in next. Tune in next. Is there a baton? <laughs> There's a baton. Get in. This is going to be a, this is gonna be a this two pack. Is the opposite vibe we just had when talking about the Jonestown massacre. So. <laughs> That's when you um, bring me in to talk. <laughs> we never got, I don't think I've ever done been this joyous to ever see you. By the way. Um, but guys, uh, Janine Graffle was great. And uh, donate to All Things Comedy Podcast. 
Uh, Phil Pickens is the show. What's the email? No, that doesn't. You didn't even. Phil Pickens is the show. Doesn't he does a song? You have to concentrate what is your, on what we you're already, We've been working too long together. <laughs> so you're starting to no, genuinely annoy Pickens, me right now. Am I really? Song. Hold on. But you said Phil Pickens does, does the, the song. Show. Calm down. You're at like yeah. a ten. Be at, be at like a six right now. You can't take a little Our ribbon. guests have left, too. <laughs> it's just you and me. It's not even a show anymore. You know what? Don't do anything with this fucking show, okay? Just listen no, to the no. next episode if you want. Just check it out, Dumb Friends Cast, on Twitter and Facebook, and then my Dumb Friends Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you, guys. Thank God you. bless. <laughs> Bye. Dude, fucking relax. <laughs>